This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, what's good? Welcome back to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for joining us. A reminder, if you haven't done so, please hit that rate button. Give us those five stars. Review us. And as well, you can subscribe to this podcast and other podcasts across the 24-7 Sports Network. We've got a lot of content over at the 24-7 Sports website. This week, we released an update for the 2022 class, a refresh for the top 24-7 Uh, as well as new ratings, new four stars, guys going up the rankings, guys going down the rankings. So a lot to go into and a lot to dig into over at 24-7 Sports uh, on that part, especially since you can now start to familiarize yourself with some names in this 2022 class as we flip pages and and shift on over to the next cycle. And we've got a guest on the other line. His name is Gabe Brooks. He's from the state of Texas. He's a national recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports and also dives into a a lot of film does a lot of the heavy lifting for us at 24 7 sports gabe uh, much warmer for you down there in texas glad to glad to have you on yeah it's good to have reliable electricity this week which was uh, uh that and and water out of the faucet were not guarantees for a lot of last week so this week's a lot better yeah very obviously a sad and, and scary situation and and hoping for all the for you know all those affected in the state of texas and across the country given that that chill and that freeze that we had last week you had some hurdles obviously not as big hurdles as many other people but you were struggling at some point to even be able to watch film as we were scrambling and and racing forward towards this top 24 7 reef fresh, but we did get a chance to cross the finish line and we do have a, a new rankings to share. It's up on the website, but the guy that stayed at the top is Quinn Ewers. He's a five-star quarterback from the state of Texas, committed to Ohio State. And the more we saw other prospects and the more we dug into it, it was clear that Quinn Ewers was still the, the top player in the country. Yeah, he, he really is everything that you want to see at the quarterback position, especially in today's game where we value uh, the ability to change arm angles and make anticipatory throws and uh, off-schedule playmaking ability, all those boxes he checks. You know, I, I think that something that Something I bring up a lot, regardless of position, is just as many data points as possible. And at the quarterback position, um, it's as simple and easy uh, and maybe even cliche as it sounds, stats mean something. Um, I, I think that production, you know, they don't mean everything, but production, if it backs what you see from a guy on tape or in person, uh, whatever the environment, then it's just that much more data and context to support what what you see. And yours, you know, he played, he missed several games with a, a core injury, abdominal injury, came back and was lights out, uh, had a 
you know, one of the better INT rates, uh, despite throwing a lot of passes in his eight games, uh, I think threw for 305 yards a game. And I mean, this was, this was facing the best of the best, you know, they beat Duncanville in the state semifinals. Uh, you're not going to find many teams in the country that can match personnel with Duncanville lost to Austin Westlake in the state title game. And Austin Westlake was kind of the, the team of destiny kind of from the beginning when looking at it in hindsight, just how dominant they were from beginning to end with one of the best defensive seasons uh, we've seen in Texas in the last decade. So I think that yours, what he did, beating the teams he did in the playoffs, putting up the numbers he did, and just what you see on the field, uh, I think there was plenty of ammunition to keep him number one. Not the only Ohio State commit that is in the top 10 for the 2022 class. Texas wide receiver Caleb Burton also checks in at number nine. There's three players from the state of Florida in the top 10. That would be Shamar Stewart, who comes in at number four. He's a defensive end. Uh, Gabriel Brownlow-Dindy, a defensive tackle, uh, as well as Keon Sab, an athlete, the number one athlete in the country, checks in at number eight. Another prospect that's already off the board that checks in at number three is Travis Hunter and he had an amazing weekend by all accounts this past weekend at the pylon seven on seven uh the mecca down in in northern arizona or southern nevada or wherever that that tournament was but he really impressed he's committed to florida state he can be either the number one rated cornerback in the 2022 class or the number one rated receiver in the 2022 class. I mean, he is that special. Yeah, and and this is another one who production is another major data point because you see him play and the athleticism, regardless of where he plays, is obvious. Something that we look for with uh, top-tier defensive backs and and even off-ball linebackers is, uh, you know, if you're playing in that back seven, if you have – good offensive experience you have ample snaps on offense opportunities with the ball in your hand that usually translates well to the defensive back seven and perhaps maybe no other spot more important than cornerback and you look at the production just absolutely insane 137 catches in his junior year 1700 plus yards 24 touchdowns he flips the defense and he has 50 plus tackles and eight interceptions I mean if you consider 137 catches and eight interceptions you have to think that those are about as good of ball skills as you're going to come across in a corner prospect so you combine all that with the functional athleticism with the frame you know he's he's tall and long and wiry strong and still has some space to add some mass. There's serious uh, ammunition here uh, for Travis Hunter to have a case for number one overall. And I think if, you know, Walter Nolan at number two, the defensive tackle who who's a monster, you know, I think in some cycles, Walter Nolan or or Travis Hunter would be number one. It's just that uh, we feel so good about Quinn Ewers at number one, especially when you add in the, the cherry on top of positional value with quarterback, you know, as we project to the NFL draft, uh, it's, it's, when you have guys up there who are all elite, the quarterback label is going to mean something when you're projecting to the draft. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Walter Nolan. Actually, he's a defensive tackle from the state of Tennessee, and he spearheads what's a really good defensive line group in this 2022 class. Travis Hunter rated as a corner, spearheads a really talented defensive back group in this 2022 class. Those two spots, a bit down from what we're usually used to seeing. It 
in this twenty in in uh, the previous class in twenty twenty one, but we have seen a, a rise in the talent level, not only in terms of quality but in quantity of prospects at both of those spots. Yeah, and you know Walter Nolan is somebody who I think early on it was kind of like he's he's an Ed Oliver type of guy because he's so disruptive and explosive. But he's gotten big and he's gotten to the point, I think my comparison for him in the most recent update, and you know, we, we love the player comparisons because it gives gives readers context to guys they may already be a lot more familiar with. Um, but having said that, you know, those of us who have to put them together, sometimes it's it's a task to come up with a, a good player comparison that makes sense. Uh, and and, and I, I think in his case, Leonard Williams may be a more reasonable player comparison. He's not quite that tall, uh, but but he's gotten size-wise to the point where he's really too big to be thought of as like an Ed Oliver, you know, a 6'1", 6'2", kind of 290-ish kind of guy. He's really dominant. Motor runs hot, makes plays through blocks, sheds. I mean, he's just all over the place, and he can fit multiple schemes. Uh, something that that really stands out about this D line class as well uh, are pass rushers. You know, Shamar Stewart, top four player, Kenai White from Philadelphia, who is not. Uh, you know, I, I can't remember if they had played there. Uh, I believe they. Yeah, some schools. Pennsylvania, yeah, yeah Pennsylvania. Some schools has, were able to play, and some were not. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean he. He's obviously has a ton of upside. You know, you look down here at Amari Abor, who was as dominant a defensive player as there was in Texas this year. Duncanville guy, I've already mentioned them once, but they played Cedar Hill and he, Caden Salter was running for his life much of the game. And Caden Salter's a pretty uh, 2021 four-star Tennessee quarterback signee, pretty dang mobile quarterback. And Omari Abor was chasing him around the whole day. Marvin Jones Jr. is another really good pass rusher. Uh, you know, you can just go down a list and there's, there's pass rushers, there's strong side ends slash D tackle types. Uh, who could fit multiple schemes. Uh, it's just, you know, I think 13 in the top 50 on the D-line. And it's it's just a really good, uh, really good cycle. I think it was 13 in the top 50 in the 21 cycle as well. So this is two, two D-line cycles uh, in, a, in a row that look pretty dang strong. Now, Ohio State has three commitments so far in the 2022 class among the top 50 prospects. Oklahoma has a couple. You can go over to 24-7 Sports and check out the list. Two other programs, Texas A&M and Texas, off to really good starts right now as well. And the top end of the top 24-7 for the 2022 class. We're going to get right into that more after the break with Gabe Brooks. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Welcome back to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I'm your host, Blair Angulo. Before we get back to Gabe Brooks and discussing a really elite 
2022 class in the state of Texas. Let me tell you about the College Football Daily with Trey Scott, as well as the Late Kick with Josh Pate. It's not the offseason over at 24-7 Sports. There might not be football uh, on the field, uh, at least at the Division One level, but there's a lot to discuss, and those two guys do a phenomenal job uh, as part of the 24-7 Sports Podcast Network, so make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to those podcasts wherever you find your podcasts. Now, Gabe, we've got high school football on the horizon in the state of California. We're about two weeks away, give or take a day or two, from games actually beginning. And, uh, you know, you had the luxury of being able to watch months and months of, of high school games in the state of Texas. And there was a lot of prospects, a lot of really talented players that emerged. Texas right now has a couple commitments in the top 50. AM is also in there in that top 50. We know Oklahoma is going to go into the state of Texas. We know Ohio State. State is going to try to go in there and some of the SEC schools are going to try to grab some of that in-state talent from from Texas. But this class, you had a really good breakdown over at 24-7 Sports. It has a chance to be one of the best that that has ever been during the rankings, um, during the rankings era. Yeah, and and I think something that's going to be interesting to watch is over the course of the past several years, I guess the balance of power, so to speak, from a recruiting standpoint, has really shifted to out-of-state schools. Ohio State, Alabama, you know, LSU, the teams have really been uh, invading Texas and taking of, of the four and five star guys, more of them in the last, I think since 2017, more are going out of state than staying in state. And, you know, you look at this 22 class and Ohio State has the top two players in Texas committed, but, you know, Texas A&M has six four star guys in state already committed. Four of those are top 100 guys in the top, top two, four, seven rankings. Uh, you know, that's including Malik Silla, who's one of the top defensive ends in the country. That's including Connor Wegman, the number two quarterback in the state, who is also the number two quarterback in the country at this point, uh, an elite uh, two two sport athlete is going to play football and baseball at Texas A and M. Really, you know the the proverbial gunslinger type of quarterback who also, when fully healthy, has legitimate big play speed as a runner. You know, but Texas is doing some early work too with some recruiting momentum uh, under you know new head coach Steve Sarkeesian. They've got four, I think it's four four stars already committed here in state. Offensive guys, Evan Stewart, who is one of the best. Uh, he's one of the top receivers in the country. Uh, I believe a top five in our, in our rankings at receiver, but also one of the very best track athletes in the country. Thinking the 10 sevens and the 100 meters and the low 21s and the 200 uh, as of last year before the, the pandemic hit. So expecting to see some some pretty shocking uh, track and field numbers from him this, uh, this spring. Um, and, you know, another big recent commitment for Texas is Jaden Blue, who moved up to our number one running back in the country uh, in this class in our updated rankings. I don't know if there's a running back in this class that's just a clear bona fide number one like Travion Henderson was in the 21 cycle. But Jaden Blue, for what he did on the field and what he's done on the track, you know, he had uh, of all the top two, four, seven running backs, he had the most rushing yards. He had the most rushing touchdowns despite heavy usage, about 21 carries per game, which if you go down back by back, that's a pretty high number. 
despite pretty heavy usage, he was in the top half in yards per carry at right at like 9.49, I believe. If, if you're in that nine or higher on your yards per carry, that's pretty elite, uh, especially with that much usage. And, you know, he has a, a 10 7 900 meter from his sophomore year and a 10 9 7 from his freshman year and, and played really, really well uh, his junior football season. So he was deserving of going up. But, you know, the, you, you look at some of these other guys like, Harold Perkins, who you and I have talked about a couple of different times. Maybe. You you took you took the name out of my mouth. Harold Perkins, the number one rated linebacker in this 2022 class. When you pop his tape, he just plays at a different speed than any other linebacker in this class up to this point. Obviously, all this film is is junior film, and and we know that some states have not taken the field yet. But Harold Perkins is built different, as the kids like to say. And something that that really stands out about him is something that we harped on a few weeks ago at the end of the 21 cycle with off-ball linebackers is ample offensive snaps, and that's what he's got. And when you turn the tape on to watch Harold Perkins, this is somebody who he would be probably a top 247 running back. I mean, he had 983 yards on 96 carries. He caught 19 passes for almost 400 yards, 17 touchdowns in addition to having – 14 and a half tackles for loss, three sacks, three force fumbles. He is, he's a man child and he's one of the, he's one of the most exciting players to watch. I think, you know, we have him 18 overall in the country. I think he could be even higher. I think he may wind up even higher. Uh, It's going to be fun to get testing on him. I know he had some testing from last summer that I believe was pretty freakish like four four nine i want to say but uh he's you know the crystal ball lead there right now is texas a&m you know kelvin banks is another high level guy a&m leads on the crystal ball offensive tackle in the top 25 and then you've got you know one of the top corners denver harris and one of the top offensive linemen devin campbell that texas leads on the crystal ball so touching back on kind of the original thing about ohio state and alabama and lsu and you know oklahoma is always going to be involved Involved in Texas, and they've already got a couple commits. There seems to be early on this, even with Ohio State having Ewers and Burton committed right now. This Texas versus Texas A and M thing may really heat up, and it's really, really good year for both of them for that to be the case. Because, like you know, like we said, this is this looks early on like a pretty special class in state. I'm here for it. I, I love, I love me some recruiting battles. Uh, I love me some in-state recruiting battles. Obviously, not even the same conference, but when you're there, you're competing for the same types of prospects and the same types of recruits. And I guess the playing field is is a bit level, right? No one. No one's been able to host recruits. No one's been able to meet with recruits in person. One team has a new coach who's hungry and trying to turn the program around. Uh, another team just came off a really good season where they took that next step that, that so many people expect them, them to a few years into Jimbo Fisher's tenure there at Texas A&M. It's going to be one of the most fascinating storylines in this 2022 class to see Texas versus A&M and, and how things shake out when the dust settles. Gabe, it's been a, a pleasure to have you. Glad you're staying warm and and can't wait to do it again soon as we dive into the 2023 class yeah for sure looking forward to it i appreciate it all right that is gabe brooks you can follow him on twitter at gabriel d brooks he's a national recruiting analyst for 24 7 sports that'll do it for us this week catch us again next week here on the 24 7 sports football recruiting podcast
You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. 